Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, this is Ariana, and you're listening to Royal Town Talking, podcast for Sutton Coalfield. Today we'll be talking to Neve Conway, presenter, model and radio DJ. We will be finding out about what Neve has been doing since we last spoke to her in 2019 after her appearance in the Miss England finals, what advice she would want to give to those wishing to follow in her footsteps and how she is achieving her ambition of TV and radio presenting. Hi Neve, thank you for, uh, for talking to me today. Hi, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. <laughs> I understand you left the world of beauty pageants back in 2019. What did you take away with you this time and what would your advice be to anyone wanting to, to follow in your footsteps? Um, yeah, so it feels like it feels like a lot longer than that, to be fair, with, uh, with the year we've just had. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was an amazing experience. And I say anyone who was looking to go into it is just it, I'd, I'd, I'd go in wanting to achieve something. So for me, it was to, you know, really help with my confidence and to because I want, obviously wanted to be a presenter and go down that route where you're obviously, you know, you've, you've got to be ready to go at any point. It kind of helped me um helped me get to that point if that makes sense it really just gave me like the the, the push and the, the boost that I needed to um to know that I can do anything that I kind of put my mind to whether it's you know it didn't didn't really matter about winning any titles to me in in terms of the, the pageants that I competed in uh, that was just a lovely bonus <laughs> um it's just it was just more like I was doing it for a reason to help my confidence really pushed myself out there um and it definitely helped me in in, in my career definitely so um yeah I just say if you want to do it, just go for it and, and enjoy it more than anything. It's, it's there to, to, be, to be a bit of fun at the same time as well. That's good. So what's the one thing you'd wish you'd known before setting out on your career journey? Um, that it takes time. <laughs> um, you know, with everything, everything takes time to achieve it or to, you know, just to keep 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 yourself going really um and that there's going to be a lot of a lot of no's a lot of rejections before you get those yeses but it 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 kind of those yeses make everything so worth it and mm-hmm. all worth the journey of writing all those emails and emailing loads of people and putting, filming loads of things from home and everything um but yeah just be patient everything takes time and it's 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 all worth it in the end and it's not even the end yet. <laughs> Do you feel you've got a lot of patience or is that something you learned? Um, I think I'm quite a patient person, especially when it comes to work. I know that the these things do take time um but it has I think it has it's probably made me more resilient to hearing the words no (laughs) um it's definitely it's definitely helped me and um yeah just it's a lot of patience is needed but like you say if you if you want something you um if you're so driven towards something you don't mind how long it takes you just want to make sure you're enjoying it and the patient it keeps going (laughs) Mm yeah yeah um, if you were talking to somebody who wanted to break into broadcasting and the media, 
other than patience and resilience, is there any other advice that you could give to them? Um, I just make sure it's if if it's one hundred percent that you what you want to do. Um, you you ha- you have to do it. You know, it is a it is a very hard industry to get into. Um, and you know, even I mean, I've been since I've graduated from university. Um, I studied broadcast journalism at university. Since I graduated, then in two thousand sixteen, you know, I still don't feel like I'm. I'm definitely not in the business I'm not it's just a, it's a very long process and I, I know I've already said resilience and patience mm-hmm. is kind of the main thing um if it's something that you really really want and you have total belief in yourself no matter how long it takes you no matter how many no's you get no matter how long it takes you to get to a position where you're you know you feel comfortable with with your ability to to be a presenter or to be a radio DJ or whatever whatever the ambition is if you've got that confidence in yourself then I think that that's all that matters really it's as long as you believe in yourself that is kind of the key thing that you just have to take with you along the way do you have a an ultimate goal where's the dream to end up um I think I mean I'm a very lover of ITV this morning not gonna lie (laughs) I love the funness that like um Holly and Phil have and every, every I mean all the presenters there Alison Hammond I mean just that sort of presenting is 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 my dream just to be there to kind of entertain people also talk about you know important things that we've got to talk about but having a bit of fun at the same time like a light-hearted a light-hearted presenting job is definitely is definitely kind of the the goal and and to make more though be just extraordinarily happy with what I'm doing I don't mind how if that means I never work at ITV but I'm working with those different companies or whatever whatever it may be in the long run as long as I'm happy and I'm I'm loving what I'm doing that's really my my end goal really (laughs) I think that's so true happiness is one of the most important things, especially if you're spending hours at work every day, you've got to be happy. Yeah, definitely. You've got to, you've got to be doing something that you love. For sure. What's one common myth about the industry that you'd like to debunk? Um, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I think, um, I think there's a probably a misconception that you know you you have to look a certain way to 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 succeed in this industry um I've actually felt a lot less pressure in this last year when I've taken it very seriously in, in into my presenting and, and built going in a, in a different direction I actually felt a lot less pressure in in my appearance and how I'd have to perceive myself and how I want other people to perceive me I've kind of taken a turn as I, I want people to just to see me as someone who is who is very happy because that's 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 who I am I don't want someone to look at me and judge me for how I look or whether I'm I look good enough for this role or I don't look good enough for this role I don't like I haven't actually felt that sort of pressure in the industry. Uh, maybe I'm just lucky, and I've I've got a lot of friends. I've made a lot of friends in the industry as well who do feel the same. So that's that's something I was worried about going into the industry. Um, but that's fortunately something I have found hasn't really been a problem um, for myself. Or for luckily, I've made a network of presenter friends, and um, and yeah, they've all kind of said the same thing. So that's something I was worried about, but now it really has changed my perception of it and um I think it's something that a lot of people might worry about themselves if they were coming into the industry they might be a little bit nervous if they're going to be judged by the way they look or how they sound um I I, I think that's something that is is changing luckily which is good it's really good to hear Hmm. 
So what, what are you doing at the moment? What projects are you working on? Um, there's a whole range. So I, I went self-employed about this time last year, just before coronavirus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fabulous time to go self-employed. <laughs> but um, fortunately, it has actually been okay, because it, it gave me a bit of time to kind of find my feet and to figure out how I'm going to do this and um, the kind of work that I want to be doing within presenting and, and the commercial modeling and everything like that. Um, and it's a bit of everything, really. I've just started working with Roman Originals, the, um, the women's fashion brand. Um, and that's really exciting. So they do like live shows on Facebook and a lot of um, content they want creating for like Instagram and Facebook. So I'm like the lead presenter for them, which is really exciting. Um, I also work with uh, on the tool, tool station, which is the complete opposite <laughs> construction <laughs> work. <laughs> um, but they always need a presenter for some live shows that they do. Um, and it's a whole range of things, really. It's lovely because every day is a bit different. And that's what I think is is quite nice about it. You never, I never feel bored. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm lucky to say that I, I just love what I'm doing. And luckily, I've got a lot of support from my family and my partner. And, and yeah, I couldn't really do it without them, really. They've kind of kept me going this this last year. <laughs> And how has it been with COVID? Has there been a lot of change? Presumably you can't, there aren't big live shows of lots of people around or, or going into studios. How has it changed the landscape? Um, yeah, it, it has It has been weird because obviously a lot of stuff has been had to switch to filming from home. Um, so it's it takes away a little bit of the, the fun of it, I guess, because a lot, you know, the, a part for me is, is getting to meet all different people, work with loads of different people and um, just enjoy the experience of being in a studio with, you know, there's at least sometimes like, you know, five or six or seven crew members that are a part of the team and you can have a little bit of a joke around with and it, it doesn't feel like work at the same time. Whereas at home, I think you put a lot more pressure on yourself to make everything more perfect whereas if it's in the studio it's a bit more spontaneous when you're you don't have like I don't know 13 takes when you're there you (laughs) but you can like you 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 give yourself more time to do those takes at home so it it takes longer if that makes sense um so yeah I think you put a bit more pressure on yourself when you're filming from home so I have missed that that has been hard um and there's been quiet times luckily in the second and now obviously third lockdown it's um the media industry has been able to continue it a bit so as well as filming from home a lot of the stuff has been in the studio now so that's good it's obviously all precautions and you're down to about three members of the team including yourself there so there's only three of you in the set it's all very quiet it's all very safe <laughs> um but at least it can happen so you have to count your count your lucky stars while you can <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We've got to uh, work with what we've got, I think, now. What's the biggest surprise you've had in the last few months? Um, I think this is going to sound very strange, but um, I've I've hit an age where all my friends are having babies. (laughs) Um, So that's kind of been a surprise to me because before I just, I don't know, even this time last year, I I didn't have anyone that had a baby and it was all kind of something to look forward to. And, and all of a sudden lockdown babies have, uh, have arrived and yeah, it's just a a lovely new experience. Obviously haven't been able to really meet any of them, Um, but it's just kind of from a, I don't know lockdown brings so many weird and wonderful things and this is luckily a wonderful thing that 
it's kind of changed in my age range now. It's made me feel <laughs> quite quite old. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you feeling any pressure to have children anytime soon? <laughs> um, not really. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> there's no pressure apart from my friends wanting me to. But um, no, I just see how it goes. It's a it's a it's a wonderful thing if it happens. Uh, but there's no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> perfect um to be honest that there's only two kind of wrap-up questions is there anything else you want to talk about that or or anything that you wanted to promote that we can obviously edit properly in I realize we've kind of gone through it super quick sorry (laughs) no 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 no. it's I think it's me as well I've kind of fluffed up a little bit at the beginning so (laughs) it's all right um I think Nigel probably will might want more on the beauty pageant stuff yeah I skimmed over that quite quickly that's what I was um, thinking I know at the beginning I kind of it was a quick question and then we kind of moved on so yeah but no I'm happy to because I, I think I like skimmed over it quite quickly because <laughs> it feels so long ago to me now but yeah, I'll, I I'll happily talk about it um, <laughs> um what did I even ask you so I said blah 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 what did you take away of you what would your advice be I guess shall I just ask um if you want to tell us a little bit about your experience in the beauty pageant, will that work for you? Yeah, that's also yeah. fine. I did, um, I kind of touched on it a little bit, but I think I might help to talk about it more. But I, I um, before lockdown and stuff, I did uh, like uh, confidence talks in schools to young oh, okay. people. Um, and that would that ties into the beauty pageant yeah. stuff because uh, obviously it helped my confidence and that's why I wanted to do it. So we can go down that route. <laughs> let's go down that route. Okay, cool. let's just backtrack to that as a question. We'll go from there. So can you tell us any more about your beauty pageant experience? I bet loads of people would be interested to hear about how you got into it and and what what your experiences were really like. Yeah, so I first entered... Um, <clears throat> voice is breaking <laughs> um I first entered um the beauty pageant industry it was Miss England that I um competed in and I entered for the first time in 2015 and that was for Miss Birmingham um and I was in my second year of uni and I was getting I obviously always wanted to be a presenter like we've already talked about but I knew I needed to keep pushing myself out of my comfort zone because I was I was very shy when I was in school I really I would hide myself away and I would stick to just my close friends and I'd be I know I was probably very difficult to talk to and to try and bring conversation out when I was younger so it's something that's kind of stuck with me and I knew I'd have to if I don't push myself out of my comfort zone and and try new things I knew I'd kind of go back into this little shell so in my second year even though I was already studying broadcast journalism and I was you know I was having to go out interviewing people and, and doing all the stuff you expect to do with that degree um I felt like I I just needed to do something completely random completely unexpected and I thought I'd just I'd just give this a go um so I entered the Miss Birmingham contest and absolutely loved it I made so many friends and that's something again I've always struggled with making new friends was something that I was always aware or maybe I'm not very good at but um it really was a wonderful world to enter because everyone was so friendly not the typical beauty pageant that probably everyone thinks <laughs> wasn't like Miss Congeniality or anything like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, everyone was so lovely, so welcoming. And like I said, it just really pushed me out of my comfort zone. You know, I had to speak on stage and I'd never done that before. Had to um, raise money for 
charity that that they raise money for, but also, you know, bring in your own charities that were important to you. Um, And that wasn't something I'd done before. So that was, you know, a totally new experience that was incredibly rewarding. Um, And I didn't win that year, but that wasn't why I did it. I just absolutely loved it. And I knew I'd come back and do it again. So uh, two years later, I came back, gave it a go once I'd finished uni. Um, And somehow I won. I still don't know how I won. (laughs) Um, But it was, yeah, it was, I just knew I wanted to do it again. And I said, if I win, then that's amazing Miss Birmingham that's such a cool title um and see what happens <laughs> um and then I went on to the Miss England contest and you had to you know you had to continue doing what you were doing before and obviously just giving you that title of Miss Birmingham it kind of you know you get invited to different events across Birmingham um, people ask you to attend and to help promote it so again it's kind of you're using it to, obviously it's amazing to be able to have that platform and to and to know that 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 it helps maybe a, a small little event that they need helping with they just just the name Miss Birmingham I think it, it just it just it just helps a little bit I guess um but for me it was amazing because I was meeting all these new people mingling with people that I'd never had the pleasure of meeting before and again it was just pushing me out of my comfort zone and that was like the key thing for me that I just knew I was having all these amazing experiences and if I had never entered Miss England and Miss Birmingham I never would have had these amazing experiences and met these amazing people that I did get to meet um and I became an ambassador for Libby May's Little Angels and Kids Club Kampala um and I absolutely love that I still kind of work with them today as much as I can um and yeah they're they're the kind of things that I've taken away from them so grateful that if I'd never entered this competition I never would have been able to I would have heard about the charities but I wouldn't have had the connection of going along to um the neonatal units with Libby May's Little Angels and I've set up my own um charity ball for Libby May's Little Angels and the Miss England um Beauty with a Purpose charity which is for disadvantaged children um and I never would have done that before just the confidence would never have been there within me to be able to set up I mean I don't even know how I I don't even know how I ran a ball it was the most stressful uh, probably like six months of my life but it was probably the, it's the most rewarding thing I've ever done um and yeah it, it just resonates with me that the word beauty pageant it like it's so to me the complete opposite of the experience that I had obviously the end time of the beauty pageant is you know you dress up in a pretty ball gown and you do get to you know, walk on the catwalk and have a bit of fun. But that's kind of a little celebration of everything that you've achieved, celebrating what, you know, the contestants that you're with, that they've achieved. Um, and it's just a little a little party. And someone just crowned Miss England at the end of it. Like, <laughs> it is very, uh, very different to what I always imagined a beauty pageant would be like. Um, and I think it's an amazing, I do think it's an amazing thing to do. And it, it helped me in so many different ways and it enabled me to help different charities or help different businesses that I got the pleasure of working with um, without even knowing the difference it would make really. So yeah, I loved it. It was so much fun. <laughs> I kind of went off topic then. I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> no, it's great. That's wonderful. It's nice that you're really passionate about it. And it sounds like it. it's not just standing there looking pretty, right? There's a lot more to it and, and all the things that you do to help the community and charities, as you say, and others around you. Yeah, it was really important to me to obviously I've mentioned a million times about the confidence thing but that was the the thing for me that was in a in a selfish way that was the one thing I really wanted to try and help myself but I knew that if I had um if I'd listened to someone like myself back when I was maybe 13 14 and saw someone like myself who was 
telling me that they very much struggled with their confidence and the thought of, you know, talking in public, the thought of doing even something like this and doing the job that I'm doing now would have absolutely terrified me. And I would have, I would have said, like, you couldn't pay me enough money to ever want to do a job like that or put myself in that situation. Um, but I think it would have really helped me if I was younger just to see someone like me come in and chat to them. So that's why I obviously set up the, um, the talks in schools that I did. And I got to go back to my old school, High Clare in, in Erdington, um, and chat to the sixth formers, the year 11s, the year 10s, year 9s. And yeah, it was just, again, again, one of the most amazing experiences. And it was all thanks to entering the pageants that enabled me to have that confidence. And to, again, the platform it gives you to for people to see that, wow, someone who couldn't even talk in public <laughs> is now able to is trying to help I don't know young people to to show that you know if you believe in yourself you you can probably achieve way more than you actually think you're capable of and that was that's kind of what my my message is kind of in in life like if anyone ever asked me I get a lot of people saying me they can't believe that I'm a presenter and you know those who knew me when I was younger oh didn't didn't put that on mute sorry (laughs) um and those who you know knew me when I was younger they absolutely can't believe that's what I'm doing now and I just I have to agree with them like neither can I but also I I really believed in myself that I could do it and that kind of helped me helped push me and and made me do it really so that's why I wanted to set up those talks and and hopefully just got through to at least one 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 young person there and and hopefully it helped at least one person. (laughs) I'm sure you've inspired some. (laughs) Where can our listeners connect with you Neve? Um, I'm on every social platform that you can think about I think <laughs> um, I've got a page on Facebook and it's Neve Conway presenter and my Instagram is probably where I'm, I'm most at I like to um, I like to keep quite a, a, again like a, a happy place my social media is it's very real it's not it's not um, your typical posy photographs and uh, stuff like that I'm sure people might think that because of the beauty pageant world um but yeah just instagram present an eve conway um and yeah you'll find me on tiktok as well always having a little <laughs> embarrassing myself on tiktok <laughs> brilliant can we see you dancing on there not quite yet there are some, <laughs> there are some embarrassing moments but not, not the dancing yet <laughs> <laughs> and finally we like to end with our signature question do you remember what the first record you bought is or probably digital music I guess oh do you know what it was probably like S Club 7 or something definitely S Club 7 I was obsessed with them (laughs) do you have a secret skill secret skill um I don't know secret skill I don't know if it's a secret skill but I'm like I've got like really weird thumbs (laughs) (laughs) For those who can't see, a super bendy thumb that bends all the way back. I literally, it's the bendiest. Well, that's thumb. weird. It's really weird, isn't that's it? That's really strange. Yeah, it's a little really, bit. It's really weird. I, like <laughs> me and my uncle. Oh my god, it's even freaking me out. Um, yeah, it's re- it, the bendiest thumb in the whole world. My right one is way more bendier than my left one. Fantastic. That's your party you. trick. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest party trick ever. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and letting us know about everything it sounds really exciting good luck with your your venture with uh roman originals and everything else that you're doing thank you so much for having me i've loved it perfect join me next time i'll be talking to baker extraordinaire and owner of on the breadline sebastian clough
And finally, thank you to all our listeners. Thank you for, for joining us. Please leave a review, good or bad. It's the only way we can find out if you're enjoying the content and how to improve. So until next time, stay at home, protect the NHS and save lives. Take care. Goodbye. This is a four-pause production for What's On in Sutton Colford. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.